What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's Friday, March 25th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. For many people that have experienced long COVID, they've had to deal with not only prolonged symptoms, but the hassle of trying to fight for disability benefits. We still understand very little about long COVID, and how severe the effects are can be difficult to measure. Insurers demand that there be evidence that a person cannot work, and some medical tests may not clearly show an impairment, leading to denials of benefits. Christopher Rowland, business of health reporter at the Washington Post, joins us for the fight for disability payments. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Let's talk about an interesting angle to what's going on here during the pandemic. Obviously, we got a lot of people that uh, experience their COVID infection in different ways. One of the more mysterious ones and and infections that have you know this wider ranging uh, effect on people is uh, those that are the COVID long haulers. So those that get long COVID. And, you know, it's a range of symptoms, the brain fog, being extremely tired all the time, just not being able to operate completely normal. And a lot of these people are, you know, trying to get uh, disability payments out of this. Uh, You know, maybe file for short-term disability, long-term disability in some cases. And what they're finding is a really big battle with the private insurance companies or the Social Security Administration So, Chris, tell us a little bit more about what these long haulers are facing. So we're talking about a category of long haulers. So there's a lot of people do get long COVID. It can last for a number of weeks or, uh, you know, a couple of months or even more. And then there's a category that where it lasts for quite a prolonged period, uh, you know, three, six months, nine months. And even some people now who've been sick for two years Um, and, you know, they have this terrible fatigue and essentially they can't work. There's probably around, you know, the estimates are there's maybe around a million people like this who have severe long COVID, who've been sick for a long time, and it's so debilitating that they can't function at their jobs anymore. They can't even barely compose an email. You know, they can barely walk around their house, uh, go up the stairs without becoming extremely fatigued and have, you know, rapid heart rate and all kinds of serious pain and different problems. Um, But the problem with long COVID is that there is not any kind of great test, uh, medical test to show, uh, what exactly is going on with your body. So, you know, EKGs for these folks come back clean and normal. Um, uh, cognitive tests do not always show any significant decline in brain function. Even those people feel confused and exhausted. You can't measure exhaustion, uh, with a medical test. So when they apply for disability, Uh, You know, these reviewers are looking at this stuff and they're saying, well, these are all really subjective symptoms denied. A lot of these people even have notes from their doctors, obviously saying it would be wise that the person takes time off, et cetera. But what a lot of people were saying that, you know, these disability evaluations are based on function, not the diagnosis. So you can have the diagnosis, you can have the letter from your doctor. If the tests aren't bearing it out, they're more likely to just reject people. Yeah, and so a lot of this is the medical system trying to catch up, right? Like, so, it, it, you know, there wasn't even a diagnosis code for, you know, that you could enter into a computer saying this person has long COVID. 
you know, that wasn't even around for a year after the pandemic began. Uh, but you're right. So even if you get diagnosed and your, your physician says, okay, this person has long COVID, you know, um, there's a whole other step that needs to take place. Uh, the physician needs to attest that you're so sick that you can't actually work. Um, you know, so for someone who has a physical job out outdoors, who has to climb ladders and is a roofer or something like that, or a painter, or, you know, has a lot or a lot of physical activity outside, you know, they might have a better shot, but for a lot of office workers, uh, you know, white collar workers, um, I've talked to people who are white collar workers who, you know, used to run marathons. I've talked to doctors who ran marathons and they got long COVID and, you know, they were debilitated. It took them a long time to get back to work. Sure. So the it's, uh, you know, a variety of symptoms and um, it's, it's hard to pin down. Yeah. Share a few of the stories that you of people that you did speak to, because there were a few that uh, you mentioned in the article through the help of a lawyer, they were able to secure some disability uh, benefits. Others just flat out, they just kept getting denied and going back and forth through appeals process and continually getting denied. Yeah. So I, you know, uh, I talked to a woman um, in Pennsylvania, for example, who in, and uh, by the way, everyone I've written about, they, uh, were got sick before vaccines were available. Uh, you know, I get a lot of feedback on these articles. Oh, well, they should have gotten a vaccine. Uh, you know, I, I deliberately pick people to profile uh, in these stories that um, were, you know, could not get a vaccine when, before, uh, by, when they got long COVID. Yeah, and, and, and um, it illustrates so the point still, you know, the, how long the difficulty is in obtaining these benefits even. Yeah, yep. And uh, so this woman in uh, Pennsylvania, she was making over $100,000 a year as a uh, uh, home care nursing supervisor. So, you know, s- dispatching nurses out to clients in their homes who, you know, need help. Uh, and it's a pretty complex job. Uh, she had a number of nurses that she had to, you know, send out all the time, troubleshooting, you know, helping manage meds and do all these different things. Uh, very, you know, pretty high impact environment. Um, juggling a lot of things, multitasking, sending out emails, making calls, you know, arranging schedules, keeping track of a number of employees, uh, you know, doing performance reviews. I mean, you know, an array of, you know, fairly difficult tasks. Uh, Thanksgiving 2020, uh, her whole family gets COVID. Her dad dies. Uh, Her mother gets long COVID. She gets long COVID. And um, she has remained sick the whole time. So she, you know, her unemployment ran out. Uh, Actually, she she didn't qualify for unemployment because she was uh, uh, too sick to work. Uh, so her uh, extended sick leave ran out and she um, had to quit her job. And uh, this past year, she was applied for uh, Social Security uh, disability. And after exhaustive medical documentation uh, was denied, she actually does have a lawyer working with her to help her. Um, and a lot of people do that because they know they're going to get denied and now she has to mount an appeal. And so, you know, not only is she exhausted and, and stressed out and can't, you know, can barely walk, you know, 50 feet, uh, you know, she's doing this bureaucratic battle. Um, so it's a very difficult situation. Yeah. And so other people who, if you do have a lawyer, so some lawyers uh, I talk to have, they know how to, what to help the doctors decide, you know, the doctors need to figure out how this is going to relate to your inability to work and document that very, very carefully. 
uh, a lot of doctors are unfamiliar with long COVID. They're also unfamiliar with disability applications. So, uh, you know, depending on what doctor you get, where you are, if you're not in a big urban center with a COVID clinic, a long COVID clinic, you know, in rural areas, they don't have long COVID clinics. Uh, you're not going to find doctors who are even familiar with this. Right. Yeah, and in the absence of those tests that will help bear out those diagnoses right there, you know, it's going to be a lot more difficult for them to obtain any of these benefits. So, yeah, just a, an interesting side look at what happens for these people with long COVID and then the struggle just to just get any type of payments back for work that they were losing. Christopher Rowland, Business of Health Reporter at The Washington Post. Thank you very much for joining us. Oh, thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.